0: Welcome! Thank you for downloading this episode of Parks and Conversation. And my name is Jason, and I'm J- joined by my friend Jeremy. Say hello, Jeremy. Hey, how's it going? So good. So good. It's, it's good. Friday. It is, it is sunny outside as we're recording this. It's, inside. Well, we're inside, and we're socially mm-hmm. distanced, but it is outside, sunny and beautiful. And so it reminds me of the days when we could go outside and be free.
1: You can still go outside.
0: But I can't be free. Yeah, that's true. So I started running recently because it's like I, I have to stop eating all this cake or I have to start exercising. And I said, you know what? I'm going to exercise because cake is delicious. And so uh, You made the right choice. Yeah, but here's the problem. Everybody's out running. Everybody's out doing stuff. And what used to be like at five in the morning, the only people out there were me and the people who are hiding from the law. Mm -hmm. And uh, now there's everybody out there.
2: There's a distinction.
0: I can't confirm or deny that. Um, But now there's everybody out there. And it made me think, man, you know what we need right now in this neighborhood? We need a park where people can just go and be that is like big and open uh, and not have to run in the sidewalk and then onto the road. Because that's uh, that's what I find myself doing is running on the road to avoid people because I have to maintain six feet distance. Super annoying. Anyway. Your,
2: your city needs a Leslie Nope.
0: We'd need several nopes, an army of do, nopes.
2: Do, do two nopes make a right? A yup.
0: Yep. I, yep. <laughs> yes, two nopes make a yelp. So, how, how are you? What's going on in your world? Oh, the we... same
2: I'm I'm kind of on the same running program you well I'm on 50% of the running program you are. I'm what? still just eat, I'm just eating the cake.
0: Oh, well good. So, good. so I'm
2: half I'm halfway there.
0: You know, we're um, all doing our part. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I just want to know who keeps making these cakes.
0: Well, you know
2: There's like 100% more cakes at my house right now
0: because of this. <laughs> you know what we so. just got rid of recently and I don't know why we ever had it. We bought For our daughter, Jocelyn, an easy bake oven years ago, Mm -hmm. years ago, and she cooked one thing and she realized this is gross. You shouldn't have to cook from the power of a light bulb.
2: Not so easy, is it?
0: No. And uh, we just got rid of it. But now my daughter is like actually a really good baker. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it was a good starter, starter oven, I guess. Um, But uh, yeah, so.
2: And it teaches you how to change a light bulb.
0: (laughs) Which is important.
2: Yeah,
0: that reminds me. I need to make a note. I need to get a new light bulb for our oven anyway. While it's not, I always think about that while it's hot. Oh, that we need a light bulb in there. (laughs) But now, while while no one's using it, I should get that, figure out what kind of light bulb that is. So
2: is it like every time the light bulb comes on? Is that when you get the idea for it? Because that's pretty (laughs) on point.
0: Uh, Well, no, because the light bulb is completely out. So I can't see what's going on in there. I just have to assume that cooking is happening. So, yeah. but you know, that's not important. And enough jibber jabber. We need to get to what the people came here for sandwiches. <laughs> yes. The great sandwich conversation of the last time we recorded this. Um, so, no, no, no. So, last time we talked no. about sandwiches, this time we're talking about cake. Today, we need to talk about season two, episode three of Parks and Recreation. The Beauty Cutter the beauty pageant miss yeah. punny indiana and so let's just start at the beginning how the cold open i love that That's the best this, place to start yes generally this cold open is a carryover from last week's episode um and so the last time we talked in sequence was with the um Ron had a hernia, and so he went and got hernia surgery. And so this cold open starts with Leslie coming in, telling everybody, hey, I need you all to pitch in uh, money for, for flowers. I, I got Ron flowers as he's in the hospital recovering from his surgery. And, and then she's like, and you're going to need to give me about $90 um, because she bought flowers. She got a little drunk and bought flowers for everybody except Jerry. Which We'll see. We'll see about you, Jerry, um, which I love that. Like this is we're starting to see the the bullying Jerry uh, or neglect of Jerry um, in this in the series that's going to go all the way through. Um, and this is really one of the first times where it's like something nice is happening. Jerry's not included. So, um, yeah, so that's uh, that's the cold open. Anything else in the cold open that I'm missing right there, Jeremy?
2: No, no, that's perfect. Um, I I haven't bought flowers in a while. I know, my bad. Uh, But $90 seems excessive. Like, that's just for even just for one order. That seems like a lot of flowers.
0: Well, it is a lot of flowers, but delivery for flowers is insane. Mm. I don't know why. Like, I'm able to go to the store and buy flowers for like $10 and bring them to my house and give them to my wife. 10 bucks. Somehow by hiring a delivery person, those flowers now become worth $48 million. And I will never understand how that happens. So, um, sorry, everybody. My dog is barking. I live by a a school and, uh, she's just sad that the students aren't there. So, um, all right. But yeah, flowers are ridiculous. And so they're very expensive. Uh, all right. So then the gun come to the credits, and it starts off the show. the The main plot for the show is that Leslie has been selected to be a judge for the Miss Pawnee uh, beauty pageant, mm-hmm. and she's very honored to be a part of this. And uh, she's um, she comes in and she starts talking about it. And Tom is immediately jealous because, like, I want to be in this. And so Tom starts his scheming. To try to figure out how to to be in the beauty pageant, um and so he starts calling in favors, and April also signs up for the beauty pageant, which is surprising for April mm-hmm. and I love how she uh lets Leslie know that she's signing up is uh she brings her some coffee and she's like, Hey, girlfriend, we gotta stick together, and I hear there's money that you know she wants to win the the prize money yeah. um and so she's like. Can you like vote for me if I'm in this? And she's got this big, huge coffee frappuccino thing and like a gift for Leslie. And Leslie says, Oh no, I could never do that. And then she's like, The, the, the coffee's $8. <laughs> like this gift is now something you need to pay me for. So yeah, that didn't work. It. That didn't work at all.
2: And I also like the fact that Leslie pulls out the, the spoon and just pours more sugar into right. this already sugary concoction.
0: Yes, which will be an ongoing theme for Leslie with the uh, the her love of sugar, all things whipped cream, waffles, all that candy. Yeah. We saw her love of candy with candy necklaces in the first or the second episode of the se- this season. So, yeah, so she loves the sugar.
2: She's powered by sugar and and, uh, you know, hope. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, you know,
1: you know that. Those
0: things. Yeah. So uh all right. So the at the same time here, Leslie is in City Hall and Dave, Officer Dave, comes a call in because he is very much interested in uh Leslie and he says he came by to see the murals, um, which is one of the distinct features of Pawnee City Hall is all of the very upsetting uh murals from Hani's history, and so they—the uh, one that they're looking at is—is um, is this the one where the guy's punching the lady? Yeah. Okay. okay yeah. Uh, so that's fun. Um, did you ever?
2: It's such a funny joke because no one would go there to see the murals, but the what I think is—I don't know if ironic is the term—it just makes me want to see them even more. Like right. no one, no one should want to see them, but if. If there was really a, a Pawnee City Hall, I would <laughs> they're so funny. They're so they're so terrible that they're funny.
0: Yeah. They're they're really, really sad and funny yeah. and and heartbreaking and hilarious. It's a real roller coaster. It is. And they they're made with such care. That uh yeah, we'll get into the the mural again in uh, a couple episodes. Because yeah. they they will uh they'll make a They'll have to make some adjustments to the mural strategy in Pawnee. <laughs> um, all right. So, so he wants to ask Leslie out on a date and they go back into her office. And so he's talking, he's like, Dave says, Hey, maybe we should get a cup of coffee sometime. She's like, Oh yeah, that's great. And then she said, uh, points at a picture and he says, Oh, is this your grandmother? And it, Leslie is offended because it's a picture of Madeline Albright. And, mm. And Dave does not know who Madeleine Albright is. Now, Jeremy, before this episode, did you know who Madeleine Albright was? Absolutely. Good for you, man. You know women's I've seen this history. <laughs> okay. So, uh yeah, so she's the first secretary of state for the United States of America and uh and so Leslie is a you know as a feminist, so like you should know these things cuz these things are important to me. And mm-hmm. immediately her relationship starts cooling with Dave and he's trying to guess all these other women who are in this shrine of women and leadership uh and he's just like she's like no. This is not good. Dave is not cool. Um
2: is that your, is that your grandma? No, that's Madeline Albright. Oh, is that her name?
0: <laughs> is that her name? <laughs> I call my Nana. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a great joke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So, uh, Leslie co- and comes to see Leslie and they're talking and, uh, Leslie, this is where Leslie says, I don't know if, um, if this will work with me and Dave, we don't share any of the same interests. And, and also didn't really seem to know who Madeline Albright was. Right. Um, so it's like, no, Leslie, you're, you're on your own here. You're up in left field. And, uh, yeah. So
2: I love this she asked, and, uh, you know, could, could you date someone who didn't like giving vaccinations?
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> like that's all. That's, that's just, that's just what Leslie thinks and does all day. Just gives people injections.
0: Right. Which is an ongoing joke throughout, um, the the series is April thinks Anne is a janitor basically and yeah. Leslie it only thinks Anne does like vaccinations and really gross nurse stuff. Right. So uh, which is which is fun. Um so uh Anne then also asks Mark to come and fix her shower at her house. She and she starts by like, hey can you fix things? Uh, maybe so, um, so this is their second date. And so she says, all right, come on over. I will make you dinner and you'll fix my shower. And, uh, and he says, this will be the weirdest second date ever. So that's kind of setting up the, the trajectory for this, this episode is Leslie, Miss Pawnee, and also dealing with Dave stuff and then Mark and Ann, Mark's fixing, and shower those are the main stories here uh, for this episode um Mm -hmm. and so they go to the pageant and this is where we meet jessica wiggs who is going to be an ongoing character throughout this series um and uh, her and leslie will always be um at odds with each other throughout the throughout the series uh but she's a great character former winner of miss Pawnee in in years and years ago also tom has managed to get onto the judge judgeship the judge board the judgery tom's a judge (laughs) so uh and two other people who we have no idea who they are is that there's a no one more person there's five people there's
2: there's a sandwich guy Right. Um, and then there was Ray, Ray Holstead and Charles Wollner. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And, Mark, and the MC Martin Housley, who once again, have we, we've seen him once, right?
0: I believe so, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. He yeah. has like, his own PA system, but he'll need a, a ride doing the ongoing DUI situation.
0: Yeah. Which yeah. is, uh, so if you look up this episode on IMDb and you find the trivia... Like I tried to go to this website and it didn't work. Yeah. No. So, so I was kind of bummed. Um, but yeah, NBC at one point bought a domain and URL for misspunny.com, which was basically bios of the, the, all the contestants and, uh, the host needs a ride because of an appending legal action with a D regarding a DWI. So, um, yeah, which is funny. Oh, this guy. He comes back and hosts basically every event right. in Pawnee. So he'll be back. He was also, at one point, a contestant on uh, Last Comic Standing. And that's where I first saw him years oh, nice. and years ago. I think the same season as Gary Goldman, who, if you're not following Gary Goldman, and you, you tipped me off to this last week. I've been following him, but I missed this. He rated all of his uh, favorite consonants. The 21 top consonants. Yeah. Um, yeah so. Gary yeah, Goldman. Wait till,
2: he, wait till he gets the punctuation.
0: Is he going to do punctuation? I don't know, but he should. I was kind of disappointed with his top selection. I haven't seen it yet. Well, I'm not going to tell you. You're just going to have to wait. Oh. You're just going to have to wait. So, uh, so we meet some of the contestants. And there's, there's three main contestants that we're dealing with in this episode that the show focuses on. Uh, we have April. Who um, is uh, her introduction? She says, "I like people, places, and things," um, because she knows that beauty, page- beauty pageants are dumb. Uh, but she just wants the money. So yeah, once
2: again, once again, I, she's acting like how she thinks a beauty pageant contestant would
0: act. Right.
2: It's great. She's great.
0: Um, and then there is Susan, who is Leslie's favorite. And she is not, you know, a typical beauty pageant appearance, but she has actual talent. She she uh, she is thoughtful. She's really the one that Leslie believes should epitomize the spirit of the women of Pawnee. Uh, And then there's Trish, who's introduced as the hot one. Uh, and her introduction says that I've been on YouTube (laughs) and so she's a crowd favorite and the, and Tom looks over like, well, I think we know who's going to win this. Um, so, uh, and then there's also this old lady who is a contestant, uh, and her talent, she sings, um, an old disco song and, uh, it is really, really something. So, yeah. So
2: I I think there's actually just, there's four contestants,
0: you know, total.
2: not just three. No, I'm just saying oh. like, you know, don't discount the old lady. I don't I don't remember her name, but
0: uh, <laughs> Well who's discounting whom? Well
2: you you said there's only three contestants we're following, but I think you know, she's the dark horse. You just you know. I was I was rooting for her.
0: <laughs> well good. Yeah. I'm glad to see that you are that way. Um <laughs> so Thanks. Uh so they cut to the talent competition. And Tom takes out Leslie's scorecard, which is overly complicated. Uh, and things like she has the uh, Naomi Wolf effector and je ne <coughs> and And so nobody is following this, going to follow this whole grading system that Leslie has created. Um, and so... Uh, <laughs> Trisha's talent is baton and she just comes out and holds the baton and dances around in a seductive manner um and all the judges are like yeah this is it
2: uh you sounded like Dave right there
0: Dave <laughs> and then she and then she oh, started God. moving
2: in what could be described as a seductive manner <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes uh <laughs> that is very officer dave um april comes out and she does impressions uh that are not good at all um it's really just her saying things um in her own voice um and uh so it's like her sister my I, my name's natalie and i'm i need to take a lot of riddle in yeah you know, i hate everything and the guy next to leslie laughs real hard at that um yeah. Char- the, just old Charles. Yeah. He just laughs really hard at that. And he's, and April, I love April's reaction. He's like, uh, Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so one of the interesting things about um, April Aubrey Plaza is around the same time. She was in a movie called funny people, uh, which is about, uh, it's Adam about Sandler, right? Adam Sandler movie about comedy and comedians stand up in particular. And so Aubrey was one of these comedians and she had never done stand up before. So she, she actually, right did stand up uh, and open mics as a way to prepare for uh that movie and so even here like you could see like her like this is actually what her stand up persona would have been like anyway and so i i just thought that was a fun little connection uh, and if you haven't seen that movie it's actually pretty good yeah so so for the listener uh and yeah it's a good movie funny people adam sandler um and then let's April also does an impression of Leslie, and how like she's you know super uh, feminist and girl power and very much annoying. And Tom loves it and laughs real hard. And April or Leslie, there's so many names. Leslie is kind of shocked at how hard Tom is laughing at that. So, um, all right. And then Susan comes out and has actual talent playing the piano, and she's doing Mm -hmm. really great. And nobody cares except Leslie. And Tom is actually texting Trish like, I told her that she's doing a great job (laughs) while somebody else is doing their talent. So, uh, yeah, it's not going well for Leslie and the Susans of the world. So it's not. All right. So cut to the other story here. We have uh, Mark and Anne are... At, at Ann's house, and she's getting started. And Ann takes the garbage out and she sees Andy hiding in the pit, and then he ducks down real quick and tries to go and hide in his tent. And I love how he's hiding, is uh just in the tent. And Ann says, I can see you through the net. And the way he looks is the same way my dog looks when I know that they've done something wrong and they know they've done something wrong, but they're just trying to not communicate. Like, I'm not here, you can't, I'm not looking at you i don't exist i can't Um, see you you can't see me exactly uh so i love that and uh andy has
2: andy andy just pops up out of the pit like a gopher right and then pops back down real quick (laughs) because we don't see we don't see the pit at all it's just this this ground level shot and just andy's head right above the ground it's perfect
0: yeah so (laughs) um and so Anne confronts him and he has Andy has two uh really great, great lines. Um, first is I've been trying really hard not to bother you. <laughs> like I'm stalking you from the pit. I've been trying really hard not to bother you. Like the other day you had a barbecue and I it smelled so good, but I didn't come over. Um and then she's also confronts him about his his lies and his the job he claimed he has, and all this stuff, and uh, and then he says, "Are we going to talk about anything other than all the lies I've told you?"
2: Yeah. Uh, I suppose this is the office job you've been telling me about. Hands over, there's just like a desk, a derelict desk in the pit. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and he's like, "What?" <laughs> he didn't even remember his lie that right. he told. So, um, yeah, I love that. It's so good. I mean, and so he's basically like, and like, don't come over, don't come in, stay away. Um, and then it cuts back to the beauty pageant, which is um, the Q and A section of the beauty beauty pageant. And Leslie asks a question to Trish about Alexis de Tocqueville and his his theory on the Great Experiment of America. And yeah,
2: uh, <laughs> yeah that old that old uh, icebreaker.
0: Yeah, and Trish gives a completely rambling remark response that basically ends up a, like as an anti-immigration policy, and she and says, "I wouldn't call it their America; I'd call it our America," um, and which made me think, "Who calls it their America?" <laughs> so, uh, but do you remember? Uh, yeah, the yes. the character beauty pageant where the woman was asked about like peace in the world. And, uh, she said like such as, whereas, and gave this ongoing rambling response. And so that's what this response is modeled after. It's, uh, um, Kate Upton, right? Yes. Yeah. Kate Upton. So Kate with a C right. K C A I T E Kate. I just, I mean, we need to, Put some real guidelines on names. So anyway. Oh,
1: talk to Elon.
0: Oh, I yeah, I saw that. I don't even know how to pronounce what he did
1: to his kid. So. For those oh. of you who don't know, uh, Elon
2: Musk is the Tesla CEO. And he just had a kid and uh, they named him after like symbols. So the end.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's named after a, a fighter jet.
2: Part of it. Yep. That was part of it. So Yeah.
0: What ifs? Rich people. So yeah. Am I right?
2: <laughs> you? I don't know, because
1: I'm not. I don't know also, what to do.
0: Um I, I get it. I get it. So uh so yeah, so she gives the super long uh rambling answer, anti-immigration statement. And this Leslie is completely confounded by by all of this. Um and my notes don't say here if there is a, any other questions at this point. Or does it cut back to Ann's house?
2: I think it Pre- cuts back to Ann's house.
0: All right. Okay. So it's raining. And Mark has fixed the shower. And now they're eating uh, the meal that Anne prepared. And it is pouring down rain. And Ann fe- is super mad at Andy. And Mark is like, I think we should let him in. Because it's pouring out rain. And he lives in a pit. Um, and so, yeah, so that's happening. So there's that tension going on and then they get to announcing like the finalists and the prizes and stuff. And the prize is a gift is gift certificates for a fence, not the whole fence, but it'll get you started. Uh, and so at that point, April just quits and, uh, she's out because she's like, I don't need a gift certificate to a fence. Um, and I, do you remember what she says here as she's leaving? It's so good. Uh,
2: yeah. She goes, uh, I didn't win, but at least I didn't make
0: any new friendships. Right. So, oh, so good. I love April. I
2: love, I love when she leaves. She doesn't go stage right or stage left. She goes right down the middle, Right. Like she just right through the whole entire crowd.
0: Yeah. I'm out. Very
2: April. Zero cares.
0: This is over. So, um, yeah, so she's great. She's one of the best characters in all of television ever. Agreed. Uh, and so they go in to, de- to deliberate and decide who's going to be the Miss Pawnee. And everybody is like, yep, it's going with the hot one. It's Trish, right? She's the front runner. She's going to get this. But Leslie is adamant that they they actually like do the deliberation. And she wants Susan. She wants Susan to win. And Tom's response, her nickname for Susan, is Susan Boring Stories. Yeah. Uh, and so Leslie... Sequesters everybody and traps them inside, um, and they're actually going to do the deliberation and do this right in Leslie's eyes. So one of the interesting segues here is while Leslie is trapping everybody inside and invites Andy inside and tells him to sit on the couch, don't talk, don't say anything, like just be in here. Um, and then Andy realizes that Mark is the guy that came over and uh, he's upset. And it's, it's very funny. Um, (laughs) Yeah. What? (laughs) Yeah, it was very funny. All right. Uh, Let me see. So then it goes back to the, the beauty pageant and um, they, uh, they're announcing the win winners and uh, the, the host Martin says, we have a winner. It's the hot one. Even at that point, he's not even using her name. It's it's the hot one, so uh, yeah. So this whole beauty pageant situation is uh, is rigged from the get go, is what I've learned. So
2: yeah, yeah. I think that I think that is pretty much all beauty pageants and dog shows and uh, anything with a ribbon. It's all rigged. So don't don't try. Is what I learned.
0: <laughs> don't or try this. to get a ribbon.
2: Or, or, yeah, be judged by any, anybody.
0: I'd like you to unpack that. <laughs> Don't try to get a w- ribbon or be judged by anybody.
2: It, well, yeah, because it's, ri- I mean, there's always a hot one. There's always, it's bias from the get-go. Oh, that's the winner. So what's the point? Man. You know, that's why we make participation ribbons. That was the, the yellow one. You know, there's like red, white, and blue. Like blue was first place, red is second, white was third, and then everybody else got like the yellow ribbon. Because hmm. it's like we all we all know who's going to get the first place
1: ribbon. <laughs> okay, no, I get it. Yeah, no, that's good. I think you you've helped some people today. Yeah, so thank you. Yeah. I feel better.
0: Good, <laughs> good. Uh, so Trish wins, and it cuts back to Anne, and and uh, Mark and Andy and Mark is like, this meal is really good. Do you put hot sauce in here? And Anne's like, I don't have it. I don't tell my secrets. And Andy on the couch is like, yeah, it's hot sauce. It's hot sauce. He's just totally intruding on their date and, uh, trying to, uh, win her over again. Um, but she's driving, he's driving and crazy. And, uh, she eventually kicks him out. And so I you know I think it's time for you to leave, and so Andy gets up, he's like, "Mark, let's go. It's like, "Nope, just you, get out um, and I love how he's leaving, and he's trying to play it cool, and he's not looking back and then when it cuts to him in the tent while it's raining, he's like, "That went so well <laughs> <laughs> He just lives in delusion, and so um yeah, so and, I, a and in the pit. Yes, a pit of delusion. So um uh yeah, so that's kind of wraps up that section. Is there anything else from their 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 plot line that needs to be mentioned?
2: No, he just thought it went really, really well and he's like that much closer to getting it back together with Anne.
0: Right. Yeah. So he's clearly got a plan or something. Uh so it cuts back and uh Leslie um is hij she hijacks the after party. Um, and is basically saying like, look, you know, there's always going to be Trish's who, who win all this stuff. Um, you know, and Susan, while you're not conventionally, uh, hot, <laughs> you're still like my winner. And so, uh, she may not, Su- Trish may not have been the one I voted for, but she's Miss Pawnee for all of us. So like that super political correctness of like, well, I didn't vote for him, but he's my president. She's trying to take the high road, but even in doing so she's um, still like undercutting what happened, but then it cuts to Trish and, and Jessica and they're doing shots uh, at the end of this uh, as a part of their celebration. And so, um, yeah, it's, it is just a heartbreaking moment for Leslie to see like, you know what, there's a, the Trish's are always going to win. And the, Yeah, well,
2: that's that's what I've been saying. Like, I remember my third grade, my third grade, uh, you know, wooden derby, pine you know? derby. Yeah, and well, that's, I don't, I don't know it anymore because I don't like I quit after that because everyone knew that you know Scott was going to win because his dad was a mechanic, and so afterwards, when they were all doing shots in the corner <laughs> with the other Boy Scouts, you know, I was like, well, why do we try? You know, it's just it's like
0: yeah you know i'm sorry i wasn't that
2: allowed to play with knives i couldn't even mine was just literally like a rectangle of wood with wheels because i couldn't <laughs> even carve mine so i don't
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm sorry that you endured all that enjoy trish enjoy the trishes of the world you, you earned it you earned it <laughs> wow let me know when you're okay I'm getting there. All right. Okay. Uh, Now here's where this is uh, where the story turns for Dave and Leslie because Dave comes. Mm -hmm. He knows Leslie's there, and so he's like, "Look, I like you, and um, and if you don't like me, that's one thing. But I just I'm putting it all out there. I like you. I thought we had something, and then you got you cooled off on me. And so, if you ever want to get together." call me, you know how to get a hold of me. And, and so he turns around to leave and he bumps into, to Trish and he's like, watch it, buddy. He doesn't care that she's the hot one. She's like, he's just, she's just in my way. And, uh, and he's not at all noticing the attractiveness of Trish. And that's when Leslie, you can see in her eyes, like this guy's different. He's not like all the other people in this room. Mm -hmm. Dave is different. And so she, uh, Calls him up and she comes like uh, the next day. He comes to her office and uh, and like yeah, let's go get coffee. Let's do this. And then he starts pointing at all the, the women on her little shrine of women in leadership. Is like, well, well, uh, Nancy Pelosi and Condoleezza Rice and <laughs> like just listing all these people who were there. Will they all be there? And uh and Melissa says no. It's like oh, good because I don't agree with Nancy Pelosi on some trade legislation. Um. So he clearly has done the research to try to be a part of Leslie's life to to show interest in her interests, and, uh, and Leslie's and yeah. so
2: great about that too because he even tells her, "I I I did my research." Like <laughs> he doesn't even play it off as being cool. Like no, I I looked, I looked, I totally it, looked up. it
0: up. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but
2: what's well, sweet about that because then it shows Leslie that he is he is actually trying. So
0: right. Yeah. So. Officer Dave, good guy. He's a good guy, so I like Officer Dave. Yeah. Um, and that's basically the end of this episode. But there is a, there's a cold open. Is this a cold close then, where it's over the credits? Tom is uh, sharing one of his secrets to, uh, to, to picking up women, and uh, he does this at the. It shows him at the beauty beauty pageant, giving all these contestants a house key. He says, come on over anytime. This is part of his strategy. And uh, he, he says, no one has ever showed up, but I've been robbed twice. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Tom is just so <laughs> messed up in so many he ways. Try,
2: he, he tries too hard at the wrong things. Right.
0: And,
1: what?
0: and he's yeah.
2: married. And, and he's married. That's so weird. What's That's that weird. all about?
0: Oof. Tom, 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 Tom. So, yeah, so that's episode three of season two, the beauty pageant. Miss Pawnee, that was the whole show. So what did did you think? How do you feel at the end of this episode as you watched it and discussed it? What are your thoughts on this particular episode of Parks and Recreation?
2: Uh, I mean, it brought up a lot of bad things from my past, just talking about it with you. So um, I was going to ask you, what, so, well, I I thought it was fun. I I thought it was, it was, it it showed us more about the mentality of Pawnee and how I think the writers of the actual show, it's, it's kind of a reflection on a lot of America and the way we look at things. But, um, so in that regard, I thought it was, it was good satire. Yeah. But, uh, what was your, what what did you think? And I also wanted to know what was your favorite joke out of the, the episode?
0: Well, um, I, I enjoyed this episode. I think it is, uh, it was, it was funny the way that they played on beauty pageant stereotypes. Mm -hmm. Um, and in particular, the, uh, um, the such as and all of that, like Trish's responses, I thought those were very like apt. Um, and so, yeah, so I enjoyed that. I thought, um, I also enjoyed the, the transformation, the turn in the relationship between, uh, Ann and Dave or not Anne and Dave, Leslie and Dave. And so yeah. that, uh, that development of their relationship I think is, is good. And so it's helping her get away from Mark and her fixation on Mark because Mark's the worst, um, and, and helping her to like move on. So I like that. Um, the funniest joke, mm, man, I, I'm going to have to scroll through my notes here. I think I honestly think the, the thing that makes me laugh, laugh the most every time I watch this episode is when Andy says, aren't we going to talk about anything other than all the lies I've told you? I yeah. love that. <laughs> that's good. Because <laughs> he doesn't even try to say like, I'm telling I don't lie. I, he's like, no, I lied to you. Like, this is who I am. Um, so I love that. What's your favorite joke?
2: That, that's very topical for this time of in our lives um my favorite one was when april finds out that there is no cash uh and she quits um and so when he announces that it's 600 in coupons for big archie sporting goods uh and the fence company um i just cracked up because why why would any beauty pageant person contestant uh want any part of a fence. I I own a house and I don't, I barely even want a fence. Like, like that's just the worst (laughs) prize ever. And uh, it's not even the whole fence. It's uh, it'll get you you started. It'll, it'll defray the cost considerably. (laughs) So, um, I just, yeah, I thought that was great.
0: Yeah. I do think, uh, in the beauty pageant system, like you win for city to get to County and then to County to state and then state to America. Like, so I think, The people who are serious about the beauty pageant are not trying to get the prize money. They're trying to get into the the system to keep climbing up the beauty pageant ladder. And so, the prize money is just an auxiliary thing. It's really just ad like marketing budget for those companies. So, but I've overthought it.
2: I did not know that you knew so much about the uh, inner workings of beauty pageants.
0: Well, I just know that there's a ladder that, like, it you don't start like you can't just apply for Miss America, like that doesn't work. You got to start somewhere, so you start in Pawnee.
2: So you got to you got to you you're saying like you got to pull yourself up by your beauty bootstraps.
0: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and you know it starts. It's it's a really difficult thing because, you know, people will move their kids into other towns. You know mm-hmm. they'll they'll. They'll like do scouting and see like, where are all the ugly people? I want to bring my pretty kid to be in the town of ugly people so that they can win uh, so that they can continue to climb up the ladder. Whereas in like sports, you know, people move to go like, I want to be on a good team. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, where, bu-
2: where are all the where are all the slow people?
0: Well, no, like if you want to be on a good team, it's not all the slow people unless you're like want to win track, right? Like I yeah. want to go to the worst possible. I'm, I'm the fastest kid in my county. I want to go to the worst high school so that I beat all these kids. Um, but in a beauty pageant, you want to go to say like, all right, I want my kid who's really pretty to be uh, a champion of pageantry. Um, so I'm going to te- send, we're going to move to this small town like Pawnee uh, where this kid will stand out. And we'll get into the beauty pageant system. I've thought it through.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I know I know that beauty pageant redistricting is a big problem that they've right. had. You know, uh, and I and I think like, once again that's how it's just the Trishas of the world yeah. get in, so they're just fast tracked right through the system.
0: Right. The, the technical term is pageant-mandering.
2: pageant mandering. Pageant pageant mandering.
0: Yeah, like gerrymandering, but pageant mandering. Yeah. So.
2: Or gerrymandering, gary- then, if it's Pawnee,
0: yes, exactly exactly right, so uh, yeah, so that happened, uh, all that stuff we just said, those were words that came out of our mouths. Um, it would be amazing if
2: if you could just apply to like to win to something like there was like in the Olympics, <laughs> like there's you 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 have a physical like there's a, a race, right, but then you have somebody who just applied to win. And if they if their name gets drawn, then they also get a medal. Like they don't have to do anything; they just
0: applied. That could be a good way to re-drum up some interest in the the Olympics in twenty twenty one. To say, "Hey, look, I know this was super inconvenient, this whole Corona situation, but we're going to make it a little interesting this year." As we're everybody's going to compete, and they're going to do the best they can. But then there's also the name out of the hat competition, and if you are pulled out of the hat, you could. Maybe not even win, but to say like you will definitely be in the last heat of this competition. They I would save watch a lane. That. I would totally watch that. They save a lane for like Chuck from from Illinois to like. Hey man, you won, and so uh, everybody else is working real hard at this hundred meter dash. Chuck, you're in lane nine, <laughs> and and we're gonna watch you go as fast as you can against people like Usain Bolt. Oh man, I would totally watch that. That would be yeah, awesome.
2: And, and no matter what, he would get a yellow ribbon at the end.
0: Yeah, it's goldish. Yeah. It's a goldish medal. <laughs> I that would I think Olympics, uh, IOC, call us, reach out. We've got ideas. We're here for you. I'm for it. All right. Okay, we should go before you know we give all our good ideas away.
2: Okay, save some for next week.
0: I'll try. Okay. (laughs) All right, cool. I'll talk to you later, man.
2: I'll talk to you later. Bye.